Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I am joined by Lola. She is a parenting strategist and one of the most amusing humans on the face of the earth. And I just love all the value and wisdom she shares on a daily basis. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Lola. Thank you, Amy. So glad to be here. I always love spending time with you. What you're doing is amazing and helping so many women, especially moms. Love it. Well, right back at you. I love that we've connected and the value you share is absolutely incredible. So tell listeners more about who you are, what you do and who you help. Mm. So uh, as you said, my name is Loyla Lewis. I'm a parenting and life coach for Mothers in Training. I've been helping moms for about 10 years now. I specialize in helping moms raising strong-willed children, particularly between the ages of two and 12. What I like to do is help moms not tell them what they should be doing, but listen to what they want to do and help them understand their child in more unique ways so that they can customize what they're already trying to do. And so with that, um, I do a lot of listening. I'm a mom myself. I've got four grown, strong-willed kids, so I really get it. I'm a strong-willed child myself. Um, I I home-educated my children. So from beginning to end, I really am all about customization, respecting the unique nature of every child. So that's that's my passion. That's what I've been doing for 10 years. Um, Of course, I create all kinds of platforms and ways for people to connect and 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 learn in their own style as well. Oh, I love that. So being a parent, being a business owner, we are leaders. So what can we do to be better leaders? How can we show up as mom, as the business owner, all the hats we wear? How can we improve that? That's such a great question. We live in a day and time. It is so easy to be overwhelmed. And women are doing so much, so much good, right? But how do you not burn out in the process of doing so many good things? What do you let go of? What do you keep? How do you how do you keep all the balls in the air? And most of my clients, most of the moms that I work with are also entrepreneurs, also running a business or their husbands are running a business and they're helping. So this is a question that comes up all the time. And as I've shared with you before, Amy, if you can align what you're doing, I I work, let me back up to tell you a quick story. I'm working with a client right now, her and her husband, they're really successful school owners in New York City, own tons of schools. And he's doing so well that he needed her help. So she jumped in. She's got some real, she's got strengths he doesn't have. He's got strengths she doesn't have. Together, they're a powerhouse. But at home, everything falls apart. 
they are both such alpha leaders that they can't get out of each other's way. And yet in work, they, they, they're just on fire. So we had to talk about why do you work so well in the work arena, even though you recognize you're both very different, you have different strengths and weaknesses, but at home, it all falls apart. Let's talk about why it works. And so we did, we unpacked why it works at work and then analyzed, okay, what's getting in the way of that same process from it working at home? And if what we were able to do is slowly, little by little, puzzle piece by puzzle piece, click together the full picture of, of how to align work principles and home principles, work leadership and home leadership, so that they are in alignment. It's not two different worlds. They really are one world, one alignment, streamline what's working at work, bring it home. What's working at home, bring it to work. They're really two pieces of the same pie. Oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. So how does someone go about starting to align these two worlds and marry them together? You know, that's a big question. There's a lot of little pieces to it, but I guess what I would say, where I start when I'm working with someone is to say, just like in the work arena, you need a mission statement. You need to know what you're, what you're trying to achieve, break it down into actionable steps right? We typically have a five-year plan or a one-year plan or whatever it is. And then you have small actionable steps. You recognize <clears throat> what your strengths are, where, what your weaknesses are, and you, a good leader, recognizes strengths and plugs those people into the place where they're going to thrive, where they're going to do really well because it's their natural inclination their natural gifting, and where they're weak, you recognize that it's a weakness. You're sensitive to that weakness. You find other people to to step in, right? So that you don't have holes in your boat, right? Yeah. Same thing at home. Every member of the family, whether they're two, 12, or 20, if they're living at home, they are a member of the team. Every member has strengths and weaknesses. Is everybody on the same page? Sometimes I find, uh, I will hear a parent say that as they're disciplining their child, they're kind of finger wagging and say, that's not how we behave in our home. That's a common, uh, that's a common symptom of the family is not all on the same page about what their mission is. Maybe mom and dad have decided on their own what the family identity is, what the family's goals and values are, and the children have not bought into that. But when everybody sits down together and decides, hey, who do we want to be as a family? How do you want to be known? What kind of strengths and strengths do you have that you bring to the table? As these conversations take place, now everybody's getting excited about a common identity. Years ago, it used to be like um, uh, that that family emblem, right? That you a crest, a family crest mm -hmm. in the in this in the sixteen hundreds. Yeah. It 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 gave pride of ownership. 
pride of belonging to the family, when everybody says, hey, this is who we are, and I like who we are, and I'm proud of who we are. When you have that conversation, and it's it's not a one and done conversation, but when you have that mission statement for home, just the same way you do at work, now when a child is acting out of alignment with what you know is their best self, you're able to say, hey, is this who you want to be? Because you said you want our family to be X, a happy family, a nice family, a, a, you know, a contributing, like whatever the identity is that you've decided when a child is now acting out of alignment with that, you're just reminding them who they said they want to be. And it's a very different energy as whether it's a child kind of veering off track or an adult veering off track. Cause let's face it. We, we all, we all slip away from being the person we want to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. So being the parents, we are the leaders. How can we improve that leadership? By being, well, it comes back to the five C's, right? Being calm, having clarity of purpose and mission, and another C is communication, right? Then connection and consistency. And it's not one or the other or in any particular order. It's weaving those five C's together. Because you can be calm and you can have clarity, but if you don't have connection, it all falls apart right? So any combination you have, if you're missing, you can have great connection. But if you don't have clarity in your communication, it's going to fall apart. So it's really about having those five C's in your mind, working on them regularly, being able to identify where you're strong and where you're weak, and recognize that in the area where you you assess yourself that you're weak. If you're trying to improve it, but you're not getting connection, you're not getting relationship, you're not getting what you're after, if you're getting friction, stop trying to do the same thing over and over. I can't tell you how many times I see intelligent, achieving, beautiful human beings trying to get something at home. And they keep trying and trying and trying with the same methods that aren't working. Right? Yeah. So some, sometimes it's just a little tweak. You know, we all have blind spots. Sometimes it's just a little tweak that brings everything cohesively together. It, the solutions are simple. They're not always easy because we get stuck in our old ways, right? We have that mm -hmm. subconscious, that preconditioning from our own childhoods to navigate. But a little tweak can make such a huge difference. I just want to encourage your listeners that if there's a friction point at home left on its own, it will grow bigger. It won't just go away. And eventually... It will affect work, even if work is going well. And that's the thing, going back to, you know, this couple I shared about who are just 
killing it at work, they began to realize that if they didn't do something different than what they had been trying, they were going to lose, they were jeopardizing their marriage, the family, and ultimately the business too. Sure. I mean, if you go back to it, it's the the definition of insanity. You're doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. So what advice can you give listeners of how do you start to identify those blind spots? Well, if you see that, you know, our goal is emotional wholeness for our children and for all of our relationships. Like, let's talk about what we're after first. Emotional wholeness, healthy relationships. We want to empower our children and each other to navigate today's world. We want to emphasize self worth over achievement, right? Achievement is good, but achievement without self-worth is spinning your wheels in the sand and burnout ultimately. We want a two-way street of connection, of trust. And we want to empower each other, right, children, to be able to confront discomfort. So so those are some really powerful real-life goals, and when you know when you see that the thing you're trying isn't working there are books there are other people you can talk to there are typically we 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 look at our own childhood we assess what was good and what was bad and we want to avoid the things that we didn't like in our own child and swing too far in the other direction right so there's a tendency for that to happen so to answer your question it's about finding balance Mm-hmm. And I've heard people say there is no such thing as balance. And I honestly, if you don't have balance, you're going to fall over <laughs> if you're walking sure. and you don't have, right? So when you have balance, you know it because you find that sweet spot where things are generally going well. And when they're off, when they get off track and they will, because there are no perfect people, right? No perfect parents. So at least you know what to swing back to. So so having a plan, having a structure, having a routine, having a blueprint that you you have you can come back to that's plug and play without having to think so hard, right? We're all thinking so hard all the time. We have trouble turning our brain off. So anytime we can put things into plug and play, it frees our brain up to do our best thinking where big decisions need to be made. Yes. So I think, right, I think it really is important to be able to assess where can I put plug and play systems in place? And I know, Amy, you're all about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> plug and play systems so that you don't have to think about it when you're caught in the moment and you're kind of struggling, you just, you just look to your blueprint so that your brain is freed up to do your best thinking where it counts the most. Studies show that out of a hundred percent of the decision-making you'll make in a day, let's say you have to make a hundred decisions every day, big decisions, small decisions, Your best energy, your best thinking energy is going to happen in the first 20% of the decisions you make all day. So that means you don't want to waste your energy, your thinking energy on, gee, um, 
Am I going to let my child wear shorts when they walk outside today because they're giving me a really hard time about putting on pants? You know, or am I going to have a system that I've been working on that's plug and play so that I can save my best thinking energy for a decision that's going to come down the road, you know, maybe in an hour, um, my child's coughing. Should I send them to school? Do I do I keep my child home? That sometimes these everyday decisions require a lot of thought in order to make the best decision. Exactly. Right? And that can be so draining when you're doing that over and over and over with these small decisions repeatedly. You're absolutely spot on. It does diminish your brain power that by the by lunchtime, then you're mentally fatigued. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Right. And that's when we find ourselves going towards things that numb, things that distract, things that bring instant pleasure, but long term, they don't benefit our our value system or our goals. And so this is the the web, the spiral that that tends to happen when we're not creating blueprints and systems and the five C's that enable us to put our best energy where it belongs for our, our own preservation. Yes, yes, that is an amazing point. So what is one thing listeners could do today to become a better leader in their family? Oh, I love that question. One thing, one actionable step today when you are at home, I want you to look at your children with a brand new fresh lens, a brand new pair of eyes. Observe them. What time of the day are they at their best self? What time of the day are at their are they at their lowest point? You already know that. What what triggers them to act up? Um, what triggers them, what sets them up for success. Just like a science experiment, we all kind of intrinsically know some things just because we're in in we're with our children so much and we and we know them. But when you put on a scientific lens and you begin to jot down habitual behavior, habitual homo- emotions, factors surrounding those things and jot them down on paper, then you begin to experiment. Do an experiment at the time where you know, you just know it's going to be the bewitching hour. It's right before dinner. You know your child is going to start acting up and you want to derail from that happening. Change one thing up. Just like Albert Einstein said, 199 times of failure, quote unquote failure, was not failure. It was 99 times of new information, right? Every experiment provides new information that takes you one step closer to cracking the code and getting more peace and calm and happiness in your home. So that's the action tip. I love that. And I will be sure to implement that as well, because, you know, as most, we're just constantly evolving every day. My kids teach me something new and I, I'm trying different things, but I I love just taking that objective step back and kind of being a scientist and looking at it from a new perspective. Absolutely incredible advice. Yeah. I think uh, one of the big challenges is that our heart, 
mom's heart is so loving and so big and so invested that those emotions just get in the way of a more analytical step back. Let's, let's get some real hard data here because you're dealing with, you're dealing with a personality, but you're also dealing with a brain. And if you, you can, if you can tweak and adjust for your child's brain, then you can eliminate a lot of the friction points in your day. Sure. And that I feel like that would take us as the parent out of reactive mode. As exactly. Well. Exactly. And then everybody's happier. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Such value you shared with us today, Loyla. Where can we learn more? So uh, I have a website, mothersintraining.org. And I just put up some new courses and workshops there that I'm super excited about. One is called Lose the Loud. It's a 30-day program. It's just packed with support. Win the Winding War is a one-hour workshop that I just put up. And then uh, Routines and Time Management. So I'm hitting all the most common energy drainers, right? Nice. And helping helping you resolve them. They're digital programs so that you can... Um, use them, learn them, digest them at your own convenience. I love that. The work you are doing is absolutely incredible. You truly have a gift, Loyla. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us and share your value with our listeners. Thank you, Amy. It was a pleasure.